Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to What Culture Wrestling here with myself, Andrew Pollard. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. As you can see, we have three. Very special guest joining us today to talk about the Iron Claw, which is coming up from A24, uh, December 22nd release, and then in the UK, it's February 4th. So we've got Jen Starzik, the costume designer. We've got Elle Favreau, the makeup department head, and we've got Natalie Shea Rose, the hair department head. Ladies, how are you doing? Firstly, thanks for giving us some time to come and uh, talk to us. Oh, thanks. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Um, right, this this movie, it is very hotly anticipated. As I said, the UK, we've got to wait a little bit longer till February. But it's um it will be worth the wait, I'm absolutely sure. Um the first question I have to ask you is we are a wrestling channel. Uh were you three wrestling fans before this or as kids or I mean, I I was um to a degree when I was a child. Yeah. Um I didn't watch a lot of the W uh WWE. I watched WWF. I was like, yeah, Hulkamania definitely took me by storm. <laughs> my brother and I used to like wrestle around afterwards so we didn't get to watch a lot because my parents were eventually like okay y'all are just fighting now <laughs> <laughs> this is just an excuse for y'all to go at one another <laughs> and I'm sure you won over time yep oh yeah <laughs> obviously of course uh, Ellen Jen did you uh were you like fans as kids I didn't grow up with wrestling but oh. I actually worked on a wrestling show called Lucha Underground oh wow um yeah, so yeah. that was kind of my first introduction into that world. And man, it took me by surprise and I was sucked in immediately. So ever since then, I have been such a huge fan of the sport. It is it still to this day blows my mind. And uh now I'm now I'm kind of in it for life. <laughs> wow, I, I kind of I done some research and I like I knew about like Creep 2 and the Muppets Haunted Mansion and stuff like that. I didn't know you you, you were involved with Lucha Underground. Uh, how was that to be involved with? Because that just that was just a bonkers nuts TV show. Yeah, that was insane. It was really cool because it combined live action. Uh, like all of the actual matches were performed live in front of an yeah. audience with what they called like vignette style scripted. Um, and it was a blast because it was like high energy when you're filming in front of a live audience. And then it was really cool to kind of create these storylines around these real uh, matches that were happening. It was it was a blast to be a part of that. I'm really grateful for that show. Yeah, it's a show that like a lot of fans are kind of wish there was more of it because it just kind of there was the, yeah. the, the abrupt end and then the kind of delays of like is it going to come back is it and then sadly um no that didn't happen mm -hmm. but maybe one day yeah. maybe one day uh, yourself <laughs> Jen um have you ever ever been entertained by the, the squared circle I had not at all and I had these like preconceived notions of wrestling which were completely shattered working on this project and um I just uh I don't know what I expected, but when once we got into it, I was a complete fan. And, and I've said this before, like, I didn't realize it, it's like live theater. So it's to me, it's like going to a, like any kind of a performance where there's 
and also there are athletes, but they have to know choreography. They're wearing costumes. They have a persona. There's, you know, fans cheering. I, I just think it's like delightful. This sport's going to really take. Yeah. 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 It's, <laughs> it, 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 might, it has a future. It, yeah. Yeah. Something might happen. It might finally take off. <laughs> Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> somehow. Um, so were any of you familiar with the Von Erich story? Because obviously the, the Iron Claw is the story of, of well, of the Von Erich family, of, of Kevin Von Erich, the, um, the, sadly the sole survivor of all the, the brothers. So were you familiar with that? And what did you think about it when you first discovered it, if you weren't familiar with it? I was not. I didn't know much at all. And uh, I, you know, you kind of, you get the scripts, but then you want to do your own research. And so I kind of dug into the family and the fact that this is based on something that really happened felt like, a, you know, a Shakespearean tragedy. It was um, something that I immediately was like, I want to help tell this story in any way, shape or form, because it really is, it's tragic, but it's also so beautiful and has so many other um, elements that I think people don't realize. And uh, I was, it was really, I was sad and shocked at first, but I think once you kind of read the script, you're like, okay, I want to do this justice. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Nat. Oh, oh yeah, no, uh, I, I wasn't familiar with the Von Erics. Like I said, um, uh, the, only person I'd known that was that we feature in the movie beforehand was Ric Flair. But like I said, I watched, I was into the Hulk. So he and Ric Flair wrestled. So <laughs> that's like the most I knew about them. But then, like I said, like Elle was saying, like once we got into the research and reading the script, I was like, oh my God, this is real. Like all oh, this really happened. This, it's just such an insane, like it's, it's like they say, like you can't write about it, you know, like you could, you can't make this stuff up. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I was I was also not familiar because I wasn't familiar with wrestling, but also um, like my partner and some friends that maybe grew up uh, a little earlier or down south, they were like, oh, my God, this was this was like religion, just like it was to Sean. Like this was a part of their weekly ritual, basically, to like watch these guys perform and, and wrestle. And I completely missed all that. And the, and the same exact reaction as both Elle and Natalie, I, you know, read Sean's script. It's it's so much to take in. It's such a beautiful story. But but on top of that, when I my first thing is I went to go look on the internet for the Von Erics and just the way they dress and presented themselves and that whole like Texas Americana early 80s, like little country, little rock and roll. I mean, the whole thing, I was like, I need to I need to design this film. And also just their wrestling looks was such the precursor and the start to like, basically you get into nineties wrestlings. Like they, they basically spearheaded it. And on top of that, you have the nuance of wrestling, like Elle has mentioned and their lives. So it was, it was a Grecian tragedy. You know, it's like this ancient mm -hmm. sport that's very nuanced, that's masculine, but it's not. And they have costumes. There's so many levels to the movie. Um, and learning about their stories. We also just wanted to do everyone justice. I mean, it's an incredible, tragic, beautiful story. Uh, when did you realize kind of how, I guess the the the, the lazy go to term would be how how big of like rock stars these guys were because the Von Erichs in and around Dallas were it's like the Rolling Stones, the Beatles. It was like Von Erich mania running wild. Very quickly, yeah. I, very quickly. As soon as you as soon as you like basically put Von Erichs in, you were like, whoa, okay, now this is a whole other <laughs> world to discover. It was kind of like a gift too. It's like you get to see not even there's tons of research on them. There's tons. There's documentaries on them. There's you can Google, you can YouTube their their matches. I mean, it just became the most interesting research to do because of how amazing they were. Basically, yeah. It's funny because I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go on now. 
I was just going to say, I, I think when I work on something like that, that has these, like, whether it's the actors or megastars or the characters of these megastars, I, I kind of like just hone in on the work to create the characters. And I don't think I actually realized it until we were at the premiere in Dallas and fans were just losing their minds for, for Zach, for Jeremy, for Harris, but also for the Von Erics. And then mm -hmm. it really hit me and I'm getting chills just thinking about it. When Jen and I got to meet Kevin, I was just like, oh, it like, it puts a face, like a physical face to the name and makes it that much more real. And so for me, it's kind of like when you're doing the work, you like hone in, you really like create these characters, like kind of, you know, with blinders on. And then when you actually see the movie and then see the storm around it, you're just like, oh my God, I was a part of this. This is amazing. How do you react? Because obviously, like you said, you you read the script and it is, uh, unfortunately, it's, it's like a Shakespearean tragedy. Uh, and then you you hear that this is a real story. And then I'm sure while you're working on it, even though it's real, it's still, it's it's, it's work, it's a project, it's a movie project. And then to finally meet, like you said, the face, the, 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 the person who's come out the other end of it, who, there was this almost a curse that was he was fearful of. How is it to then to meet him? Is it just give him a big hug and, and kind of, I, I don't know, or just in awe? It was so funny because Jen and I were at a little gathering after the Dallas premiere and she's like, he's right there, he's right. And we were just like, like with the kind of like nervous. Mm -hmm. And then you, you, he's just got, he's got this lightness about him and just this gratitude, I guess I would say for maybe not just the film, but the life that he's led and where he is now, he was just like the sweetest person my um my fiance after she saw the film was literally crying and she was like I want to text my brothers and I told him that and he just like grabbed my arm and he was like thank you for saying that it's just like oh my god he's such he's he was just a wonderful wonderful man yeah I Absolutely. couldn't uh, my whole goal for the premiere was like we have to meet Kevin like this is like <laughs> this is so important so um I had it Nat was next to us but when I saw Sean I said could you please introduce us so we walked over and met him and it was so cool I I feel like I probably gushed a bunch of stuff and he turned to me and I remember he said I just lived my life and you know <laughs> what I mean like it's it's that like perfectly summed not only it up but him up and he's got that zen you know as you see his whole arc and his whole life because it's not just a story it's a true person you know he does become very zen like moves to Hawaii the barefoot carries through you know it's just it's very interesting uh anyhow lots of admiration for him and and the entire family and um, I'm so pleased he seems pleased with everything I think that's that's really important as well yeah um, yeah, no, I, I actually, I didn't get to meet him at the world premiere, but I met him at the premiere, um, at the after party for the premiere in LA the other night. And he, I, I just, same thing. I had to go up to him and be like, I just have to tell you like what an honor it was like to be able to like help bring this to screen and bring your story. Cause it meant so much to me. And he was like, Oh, well, thanks for doing it. <laughs> and it was just so, <laughs> like I said, just so relaxing. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is such an honor. And he was like, Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> He's yeah. so He's just so like genuine and like great. It was like just wonderful. Yeah. yeah with the, the work that the three of you have done in this, obviously with the, the, the costume department, the hair, the makeup, is it because there is a lot of the elaborate wrestlers? You saw Ric Flair is, is, is portrayed in the movie, so like Gino Hernandez, that obviously the Von Erics, uh, the Freebirds, Michael Hayes, and everything he brings uh, to the table. Um, Bruiser Brody, even in the, in the Sheik. Is it 
more enjoyable to work on those elaborate over-the-top characters or is it maybe sometimes uh, just as much fun to work on uh, I, I guess for lack of a better term maybe a more uh, normal regular person like like Pam in, in, in this instance I think oh no I thought go ahead oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh I, I mean I, I definitely enjoyed bringing all those characters to life just because I mean it, they all had such definitive looks so like bringing all of them to life like um, but it's also like there is a stress that comes to that because you have to get it right because like not only are you like a lot of those guys are pro wrestlers that are wrestling currently so like they have their fans that know what they look like and then there's all the wrestlers that they're portraying so like they and each one of those wrestlers were fans of those who the guys that they were portraying themselves so like it made it like much more important which that makes it really fun and really interesting but it's also like another layer of like okay I gotta get this right like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the combination of the real clothes versus the the wrestling ring looks makes makes that project all the more special for sure. But mm -hmm. I mean, even within itself, those brothers have they each have their own style. So you know, they have their own nuance and style. Like Kevin is mm -hmm. a jock, basically like an American jock, and I put him in neutrals because he's the grounding force mm -hmm. kind of for the whole family. And Carrie's more of the rock star and has like the '80s like personality and tweaks and. David is like just, you know, Western, you know, Texas, you know, Western flair, collar tips, the whole thing. And so having all of that and and Pam, Pam had a ton of looks. She had about 30 looks mm -hmm. and um, she also spans about 10 years. So it was really fun to think of, you know, just how they expand and how they become a family and she becomes a vet. And she also was a grounded character and, and to keep her in that eighties look, but to not go over the top with it because um, we don't want it to get too hokey as well. <laughs> yeah, I think being able to to run the gamut of looks, it's it's fun to be able to have, you know, these storylines, whether it's someone as simple as, you know, Kevin or Carrie or David, who, you know, yeah, their everyday look might be, you know, clean shaven, tan, but then the blood in the match, uh, you know, overuse with drinking and drugs. And so kind of being able to tell these stories within each character and then to span, you know, for the boys, you know, 15, 20 years, for Pam, 10 years. It's it's really fun because within those time frames, you have so many looks that are all telling their own story or helping to tell a piece of the story. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June too is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Yeah, you're kind of touching it there with the blood aspect because obviously in terms of wrestling, there's a lot of literal blood, sweat and tears, which I'm sure will be brought to screen on this. Um, how challenging was that in terms of continuity to, to keep on top of that and, and make sure that must be kind of, especially when everybody's you know, hot, sweaty, rolling around the rings, cut after cut after cut after take after take after take. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was actually one of uh, my favorite matches that we shot without giving anything away. It was the leather strap match. Okay. And the first thing is, hey, Jen, just a heads up, we're going to be using blood today. So all these beautiful custom costumes that you made, like, we're going to have to see, you know, be careful and, and, and you know, do that dance. And then, you know, collaborating with Nat to make sure, uh, hey, we're going to put um, blood like into the hairline and all over the face. Mm-hmm. There's a chance it's going to get on the wig. Let's collaborate on that. Um And then having these actors who are amazing and being like, put it wherever you need to. It can get in my eyes. It can like, they didn't care. And the kind of the the good and the bad thing about something like this is we shot those matches literally seven, 10 minutes straight through. There was no stopping. So there, I don't want to say there was no continuity because you kind of like, once we went in for coverage, then you kind of have to find your moments, but you set it and and you really like let it do what it's going to do but it's a lot of like layering like you use products underneath like alcohol based and blood bloods and makeups that don't move so that you create a base and then once you put kind of what's called like the flow blood on top of that that creates the movement so you kind of have a pattern that you're setting up for yourself underneath in case you have to match it over and over again but you know i remember jeremy had to be bloody quite a few times and he was just like do what you need to do. And I mean, we were putting it in his eyes and his face and his mouth. And um, he was such a trooper and, and allowing us to really just go for it with a lot of those moments. Well, yeah. And then, I mean, just like Elle was saying, like she, uh, part of her collaborating with me, um, a lot of those wigs, we have to use them. So we're like, we're shooting that fight, but then maybe we have something else we have to shoot them in later, or maybe we're going to start back over. So for every stunt, like any stunt guys that we had and all the actors, I had a separate blood wig. So that way we could get one bloody. And if it came down to it, because sometimes you can't always get the blood out, it'll stain it a little bit. So it takes a while. So we had to have like double all the wigs for that just in case. So like, because we, we never really knew until we got to set exactly what we were shooting or who was going to get bloody and how exactly how it was going to be shot. So I had to have backups of everything just in case. It was like, okay, we need to jump back and forth between. <laughs> yeah. You have to be prepared for like anything that can happen kind of. So <laughs> it's a lot, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely need the multiples. And of course they all go to set mm-hmm. and you've got like 
twins of everybody. You've got like Carrie and Carrie's stunt double and everybody's dressed. But these, um, our actors really wanted to do as much as the performance as possible. So it was, you know, it wasn't really set when the stunts would jump in and when they wouldn't jump in. Mm -hmm. So that was another thing too. And there were a few pieces that I had like a vintage David belt that I found on eBay that I'd have to like switch out with like the real David. And then, you know, it was like, and hope it would all work or we painted another one to match because we couldn't get it done in time. Um, and just kind of interesting like tidbits like that, but it's, um, that's how you work in it as a collaborative team. And it just kind of happens organically. And I had worked with LB4 and Staircase. So I knew we had a good, a good solid like or or even you know with Nat was like we can't get makeup with here we can't do this it was like we had a trusted team to work together to make sure Sean was happy and that's basically like an ideal situation yeah uh, obviously in, in the instance of the Iron Claw these are as mentioned these are real people who you have photos of that you can go back for, for the looks whether it's the, the, the hair the, the the visuals the the outfits were there any movies as well maybe that you sought out just for inspiration from that sort of time period that late 70s into the 80s as the 80s rolls on into the 90s I watched a ton of stuff but the first thing I watched was I always like you know look up the time or a couple of years before so Smoking the Bandit came up and I oh, was great. like I have to start with this because first of all it's just a basic film and even when we had got to set um, when they're in their house and the brothers come Kevin and David share but the set dresser put a smoky um, poster up and I'm like we're on the same page it was so cool so I definitely watched that you watched Dark Side of the Ring you watched the Heroes of WCCW because that really really in a condensed version tells the story of their lives in a beautiful manner. It's like the, both of those are very well done. I kept Dallas on in the background the whole entire time. I got like way too obsessed with it. I was like, wait till you hear what happened to Sue Ellen. Like it was like ridiculous. Everyone's like, we know, we know who's shot GR. Um, and, and then I had all of our books and research on top of that. And that's like one of my favorite things to do. And step one is I always go meet with a production designer and step one for these ladies, they come and they meet with me. So it's sort of like, that's how the circle lays in, in film. Yeah, I think I definitely, uh, my first resource was definitely Jen, um, you know, costume designers uh, have more prep than we do essentially. And so we come in and Jen's like, this is what I've got for you. And so I kind of have this beautiful base that she's created with Sean and, um, you know, the production designer and everybody kind of uh, has their start. And so it's nice to be able to have a reference. Um, but, you know, because the boys had such um a public life you could literally google any year and any match and there were photos of the boys mm -hmm. so for me it was really about pam and um the mom and and really finding what uh an 80s person in dallas would look like without like you can't google 80s magazine because then you're going to be looking at someone who's potentially like a superstar or a model and you really need to find so find that blend. So one of my favorite things is actually to look up yearbook photos because I get real inspiration from real people who were just, you know, they put their best foot forward that day and they took their yearbook photo or uh, Jen actually had, and I don't know what they're called, Jen, but the catalogs that you can buy like fabric prints out of, they were, I remember my mom used to have them back in the day that it was like, oh, like I the don't what they're called, patterns. But, yeah, like, the, and, and there were models who were not, it was more like catalog modeled and not like a Vogue or an Elle magazine. And it was more like a local thing. And so those were really fun to look through. I have like hundreds of photos, uh, just like looking through her pictures and, and, and taking photos of that. So the reference was really fun because getting to pull for 
Dallas specific Pam um, and not taking it to like, you know, Madonna 80s was kind of that sweet spot. Yeah, um, for me, I was actually born, I'm actually originally from Houston, Texas. So, <laughs> and uh, I, I was born in 83, so I grew up all through it. So, and I grew up, my family had a ranch in Buffalo, Texas, which is like halfway between Houston and Dallas. So we went back and forth to Dallas and Houston all the time. So, and I grew up in a small town right on the edge of like in Texas. So I I was actually very familiar with it. I was like, you can't, I, that was something I had to tell everybody that worked on my team. I was like, okay, we can't go this far. Like we're not crimping the hair all out. Like that's not what anybody does in the country. <laughs> so if I was, I was much more familiar with it just because like I lived it my whole life. Like I had my, all my friends, photo books and yearbooks and everything that I had to base everything off of. So yeah, and the reality it, of it. Yeah. And, and that's so true. <laughs> I remember when you first met with me, I had some um, Richard Avedon, like American West and, and Nicholas Nixon, which is a photographer that's called the Brown Sisters. And both Sean and you, like both of you were like, these are really beautiful because they are real life people. And right. um, that definitely inspired Pam. And then getting back to your point is Pam has the least amount of photographs online, right? Like so there's like <laughs> just a handful of reference for her. So we did have to kind of pull her out and make her go through the looking glass and get a story out of her for there for for her whole life too yeah yeah there's i mean there's a lot of praise coming out for the film already um as mentioned it's out on the 22nd of december in the states uh february the 9th over here um a, a one person's getting a, a lot of praise i mean there is a, a strong ensemble here billy james as well but uh, zach efron getting called a, a career best performance um is that about, about right it's it's fantastic. oh I yeah, absolutely. absolutely fantastic. We we would joke in between in between either setups or last looks, like, oh, how are your families going to react when you quit the business and become a wrestler? Because these boys <laughs> just like took to it, you know. And Zach is such an amazing actor, so to so to be able to have acting and wrestling and like he just nailed it. Like there was no questions, and he was mm -hmm. so committed to every every match, every scene. Like he was just he was in it, and you wanted to be the best you could be because Zach was being a hundred and ten percent all the time. Yeah, I think definitely his career best performance. Also, it's such a wonderful script for him to perform. Mm -hmm. But if I was to give an example, when you if you go to see it, um, when he's in the wedding dancing. I think that sums it up because you have a person that grew up, you know, high school musical, the triple threat, and he dances like Kevin would dance. And it's <laughs> to me incredibly subtle and so cool. Like I just was like, that's something I remember when we were on set watching, I was like, why isn't he just going hog wild? And I was like, oh, why would he? Like this, this is not character appropriate. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's uh, just, I mean, wrestling fans are a very um, interesting bunch, uh, and I class myself in that, uh, but it was as soon as the, the first trailer came out, and the early few seconds is just is Zach running the ropes, something so basic, and it's like, oh, he's, he's kind of got this down, he's nailed this, just, just oh, from yeah. that. Oh, yeah, and with him and Chavo as his, yeah. you know, as his shepherd for the whole thing, they they just, the collaboration of, of everyone behind the scenes, he just... He wanted so, you know, badly to make not just the entire crew and Sean and everybody happy, but at the end of the day, there is a real human being who lived that life that he wanted to do justice for. And you could tell he literally put his blood, sweat and tears into that role. Yeah. Yeah. Great casting. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, there's um, a certain other person that who wrestling fans would um, be jumping all over me if I didn't ask about, um, a certain Maxwell Jacob Friedman, who, um, as of this recording, is the current AEW World Champion. Uh, he's in the, the film, the small role of Lance Von Erich, the, the other er Von Erich, the, the, the fake Von Erich. Um, and also, I believe he's got an executive <laughs> producer credit on the film. Uh, did you have much interaction with Max? Because, I mean, on TV, he's, he's, he's I'm sure he love me saying that he's a bit of an asshole. He's a friend of the channel. But yeah, did you get to interact much with Max? Absolutely. Yes. He actually, Lance had quite a few changes. So he, you know, he had to go through just the process like everybody else. And we start with the, the fittings and then they go into hair and makeup. And then sometimes they come back with the wig and we do the fittings again and tweak. And um, when I first Googled him, I was like, I have to get this story of this Burberry scarf. What the heck is going on? <laughs> um, so it was fun to hear how he thought that represents uh, being an asshole basically. And, but he had his title belt and it had the Burberry pattern on the background. It was just so cool. He was delightful, fun, funny, character driven. Like I, yeah, we could have a spin off there for sure. Yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but he was actually like the nicest human being. Like he was so sweet. And I'm like, I don't know if he's supposed to be an asshole behind the scenes, but he was so lovely to work with and uh, just a great collaborator. Oh yeah, absolutely. He he literally was like like Ella said, like just absolutely like the nicest, funniest person. Um, we had we had a couple different fittings with him for the wig until we could get everything just kind of just kind of just right for when we were ready to shoot for it. So we brought him in early, and I mean he was just an absolute delight in the trailer. Like we had the best time with him. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure he's just pretending to be nice. That's that's all. It's, that's all. I'm just <laughs> yeah. pretending. Uh, he, I should say he did say that. Yeah, that's uh, probably what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I did the other night in, in LA too, but that's he's probably pretending. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he said in a very public press conference that we were the only uh, wrestling channel worth a damn. Well, he didn't say worth a damn. He dropped in a few other words that I can't say on this because we'll get demonetized. <laughs> but yeah, so he's he's a fan of the channel. So uh, yeah, shout out to Max who's watching this. Uh, I, I know this might not be applicable to yourself, Jen, but I'm just keeping an eye on the time as well to wrap things up. If there was another wrestler story you, you guys could work on, is there anybody that would come to mind? Hey, maybe even a Lucha Underground character. Who knows? Oh, man. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, the yeah, the the I wouldn't be able to put anybody by name, but the characters that we created on Lucha, like the actual Luchador wrestlers from Mexico, their costumes, Jen would kill that film, but their costumes and their like performances are wild i mean we would do like um not just leather strap match we were doing table matches we were doing thumbtack matches light bulb matches the things that they physically put themselves through and endure i would i would make a luchador like a real luchador movie any day yeah coffins as well it's great crazy stuff for that vampiro that'd be some like, guy who'd have a great story to i mean he's got a oh i love but... him <laughs> I think it'd be so cool. I mean, I feel like there's even more to tell with these boys. We had to pick only so many looks for their yeah. matches and their ring robes. And there could be like, there were so many in the beginning that we had up on the wall to decide which ones to do. So um, no, I, I would think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun maybe to do female wrestlers. I mean, I don't know, you know, so <laughs> the whole world out there. Oh yeah, I was gonna say yeah. The um, Wild Women Wrestling. I mean, I know there was a TV show on it, but like that would be another one that would be super fun to do. And then, um, and I mean, of course, for the hair alone, Ric Flair was <laughs> another one that was a fun one to work with. So it'd be fun to have a little more time with him too. All yeah, right. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah, and there's Glow <laughs> and there's Cassandra. There's some there's some great yeah. like wrestling things out there and Elle's projects. So it's that's great.
Yeah. Um, a very last question, ladies. As somebody who is way overdue a haircut and has too much of a love for corduroy, uh, some <laughs> some fashion tips, please. And maybe a shade yeah. as well. I was like, maybe a little shave up, maybe a little trim up. Um, yeah. I actually like the beard. I think the beard is great and you've got a nice shape to it. So I wouldn't touch the beard. As long just, as you're wearing rest. sunscreen every day when you go outside, that's my that's my tip. I'm in Wales. We we don't, we don't really what what is sun? Uh, it's 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 mainly rain. Rain and sheep is There what we is have still here. UV. There is still UV rays coming down. I I stand by sunscreen. Okay. Okay. I would say buddies wrestling helmet would look really good and maybe just, <laughs> I'm just like shirtless you know just okay yeah, yeah. that's how, that would be my tip so you're welcome okay yeah. thank, thank you very much I appreciate <laughs> that for um, a follow-up interview for yeah. a follow-up interview we, that's what we want to see yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. <laughs> transformation I'll, I'll, I'll enter the video chat from like behind a screen with some smoke playing and it'll be it'll be good it'll be all good uh right <laughs> ladies this has been an absolute a whole bunch of fun thank you again for giving us so much time to come and chat to us chat to myself uh, just to reiterate uh, the iron Claw. December 22nd is in theatres across the states and most of the world February 9th here in the UK from A24 any final thoughts before we go Gosh, I just thank you so much for having us thank oh. you for having us I'm so glad it's doing well and I hope it does really great fantastic yeah, thank how you so much and I hope you enjoy it <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you will how can people keep up with you and, and your work any socials you want to throw out there um, um I'm on oh, sorry all of this <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm uh, at on Instagram at at Shearsorhands. Nice. At Jen Starzik. At Alfave Makeup. Brilliant. So you can go and follow all of those ladies. You can follow ourselves at What Culture Wrestling or What Culture WWE. Uh, follow myself at Culture Left Peg if you really want to. It's not that interesting. Mainly talk about corduroy and haircuts, clearly, from now on. Um, but yes, uh, <laughs> Jen, Natalie, Al, thank you so much. I hope the movie absolutely kills it. I'm sure it will. Um, have a great rest of the year and uh, happy holidays. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.